Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says... <laughs> okay, okay. In the midst of a never-ending shitstorm that we are going through now, it seems to me that the federal government should give each and every American an umbrella. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> Yes, I, it's a very interesting concept, but look, they're going to have to de- decide this, and it'll go on a number of courts. The Supreme Court will have to say, is it the federal responsibility, of, or is it a state responsibility? Who's going to buy these umbrellas? Okay, that's enough. I don't even know why I'm talking to you about this, because I've got to get on with Rantcast number 89, entitled, Can a Fetus Be a Passenger? And uh, the fact that that's the title of, of a, of a, of a uh, Rantcast just shows where we are. In, in terms of the country, okay? I, I, that's not a question I ever thought I would ask. It's not a question I thought I would contemplate uh, because that would be as if we're going to have to decide whether the fetus is a person. I, uh, I think there's a point where there's a turning point, yes, uh, where one might say it's a person, but uh, it's, it's still up, up to, it's the woman's right to choose. And uh, that's now completely been blown up by the Supreme Court, as we've discussed before. Yes, we have. Uh, oh, no, I've, I've got a phone call. Things are very important. That was uh, someone on the phone calling up uh, a spam call on my landline, which I have so that I can uh, talk more clearly to my mother and, and hopefully she can hear me better. And uh, they just wanted to check in about they, they, it seems to them that I can do well by getting, uh, you know, my auto insurance lowered. I don't have an auto. Well, I mean, this, but if I did have an auto and I was driving a woman who was pregnant in that auto, would there be two passengers in the car three? That's the question we were asking, and that's what we're back to now, because this is the country I'm living in. Spam calls galore, and uh, questions like, uh, 
Can a fetus be a passenger? And the reason we bring that up is because there was a woman in Texas driving in the HOV lane. Now, that's the lane uh, folks drive down when they have a, another passenger in the car and allows them uh, that kind of freedom to go in a faster lane because everybody else is uh, driving one person to a car because uh, the price of gas is so high they want to sit in that car and just get really angry about that and steamed and stuff. But meanwhile, she was caught on this in this lane. She was only... It was only her, but she was pregnant. And so when the cops pulled her over and said, you know, you can't be driving alone in a car, that's against the law. She uh, she basically said, no, I'm pregnant. And uh, so I'm carrying another person. And this brings us to a court case now that we'll be having, I guess, in which uh, they'll find out uh, really, uh, I guess, they'll be discussing uh, whether a fetus is a person. Now, uh, uh, I thought we had this, 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 been through this years ago, but Supreme Court went boom and so just threw that up like confetti, took that Constitution and went boom, and uh, you know, and said we've got we're gonna uh, we're gonna not worry about uh, women's rights. We, and they didn't really toss the Constitution up like it was confetti, but they certainly uh, made one wonder about uh, why we're. Um, following, you know, rules that were made at a time of uh, uh, hundreds of years ago. I, 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 I just stay on it, Lewis. Stay on, uh, stay on track. We are going to discuss this. Is a fetus a person? Um, now we're going to have to sit down and have a court case about this. We've got other shit to fucking deal with, okay? This is like taking a uh, an exit off the superhighway that was just built so that you could get off the exit and then the exit would say, nope, get back on. There's nothing here. Okay. We've got to keep going down the superhighway. We've got things to do. We've got places to go. We've got people to see. We have accomplishments that need to be done. And this is not up for discussion, but it's going to be, and it certainly will figure out, uh, maybe it will figure who knows? It's not going to figure out anything, but the fact that we have to, you, and, and one wonders, does it, is it the, the, is a fetus a person? That's what will be decided in a, tra- in a traffic court. These are the arguments we're going to be going through that. And uh, we're going to worry about in vitro fertilization now. And what about those, all those eggs? And where does that fall within the, the confines of, uh, of, of, of what we're talking about in terms of right to life? Is an embryo uh, half a person, a quarter of a person? I just... It makes one, my head reels. And I, I, there's just, it's to go back into that, into that madness that we already lived through and to go through it again. And now with uh, the states coming up with all sorts of rules and regulations and uh, leaving uh, women really uh, totally at sea. And that's the sound of some messages coming through because I'm a very important person. You can really get a sense of that here. Who knows what that's about? And then we got to worry about now uh, if, uh, because of rape and incest is, uh, you can't get an abortion for rape or incest is a part of the scientific experiments being done around the country now by various states. Uh, They won't allow an abortion for that, even though that puts, uh, you know, three, two people in danger and and three possibly. So, uh, you know, at least three, two at least. I can't, I, 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 I can't, I'm sorry, but I'm stumbling through things. Okay. Because I can't believe that this has to be talked about, that this is even a part of the discussion.
can't do that to someone. And now they're talking about what if? What if it's a ten-year-old? Apparently, there was a there was a case. There's a ten-year-old, but nobody knows. And she was in Ohio, and they had to take it to Indiana. But we're not really sure that's true. Uh, but we do know about the HOB woman. Now that one, at least, I know is true. And then we don't know, and we don't know what's true about anything apparently anymore because everything's up for grabs. Oh, it's not really an abortion. It's really. What? No, what we're going to do is it makes the rubber chicken make sense. Okay? So the, so the 10-year-old goes from, uh, is supposed to have been taken from Ohio to Indiana. It, uh, it, it, even if it's not true, it's basically the being brought up uh, probably because it's a discussion of, 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 of the, uh, the what-ifs. What if a 14-year-old girl? What if a 15-year-old girl? What if a 16-year-old girl? And this is what we got to discuss. Uh, and uh, as, as the new variant, uh, you know, comes at us like another fucking pit bull. And we're over here uh, looking backwards at our own ass. Woo, good news. Boris Johnson's out in Britain. There's some good news. If you lived in Britain, I guess. Um, and maybe it's good for Europe. Maybe it's good for us. Who knows? I don't certainly know. I'm just glad he's gone. You shouldn't have never been uh, elected prime minister, not with that hair. You don't get to be the prime minister with hair like that. You don't get to be the leader anywhere. If you look in the mirror and your hair looks asinine, I fucking spend time trying to make this quaff work before I show up here. And and these people, they, this, they, he he doesn't, he look at that, that hair is madness. That hair is lunacy, ludicrous and lunacy. It's the sign that they, he doesn't give a shit. And he didn't give a shit because the problem is, is he didn't care about the truth. He was lying. They finally said, well, we had enough of your lies. Maybe at some point here, we'll, we'll do that with our politicians. Maybe we should have a three lies and you're fucking out concept. We did it for... In terms of prison, that didn't work. But I think in terms of uh, politicians, it's a, it's a great idea. Oh, you did it once? Okay. Twice, or once is an accident. Twice is you're trying to sneak something by. Third time, no, you're really pulling your shit. Go. No one should be allowed who's in, in office to just make shit up. Okay, when is that? But it's not the Constitution. They, they said, you know, that's freedom of speech. You can make all the shit up you want. No. No, you can't make up another reality. It's, we are getting, we are destroying our mental capability. Mine is gone. We are destroying our mentality over it. You know, and God knows what it's doing to the children. To the children. I had Kathleen Madigan. She goes, the children. But, uh, and I did not mean to say it that way, but it's the children. And who knows what it's doing to them? But I know that Boris Johnson never never should have been elected. That Brexit thing, he just made all this bullshit up. We're going to get 300 million, billion, gazillion dollars because we're going to pull out of this European Union, which is just worthless to us. So we can bring back the pound and we can run our own economic system and it'll be marvelous. Well, the money didn't come because he was just making this crap up. He had a bus he wanted around in. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, it isn't great. I don't think it's been great for England. I thought it was stupid for them. And what do I know anything? No. I just was figuring on the fact that a European Union might be nice. It would be really great. It'd be great for the world. It'd be great for the understanding amongst people. And maybe they could show us in some sort of fashion something we haven't learned, obviously, as, we've, as we're watching, is the Supreme Court says it's up to the states 
that we, our states don't know how to deal with each other, you know, and, they, and maybe if we could learn from the, 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 uh, the European Union, I thought if the, their interaction may teach us something and it would certainly create uh, a, a greater unification between all of us. And the, the, the Britain went, oh, no, we're going to do this. And they did it with a guy who had bad hair, huh? They're listening to someone with bad hair. Beyond belief. And speaking of bad hair, uh, they just discovered that um, the former leader, they think, I can't believe they think, I'm sure, uh, had uh, Comey and McCabe were audited by the IRS. Yes, they were. Uh, The odds of being selected for that audit in any given year are one in 153 million individual returns when uh, that audit was uh, they asked for that audit. One in 153 million returns. That occurred in 2017. And the two of them were picked? Seriously? Come on. Well, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't going after them. Fuck you. There we go. Another important call. This is, you're getting this in real time. That's another call (laughs) with nothing, nothing, nobody answered. It's probably a tape. That's what they usually do. And then they don't play the tape. If somebody picks up the phone. Oh, boy. Spamorama. Spamorama. You know, you try to get some stuff done and uh, and there's spamming me on a landline because they think I'm elderly, which is a good shot the way things are going. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm reaching it just by, by, by the sheer weight of the news I have to go through every day, just from the sheer nonsense that is out there. Yeah, right. So they didn't, he didn't go after Comey and uh, McCabe. No, no way he could have with one in 153 million possible. Now, come on. Of course he didn't do it. We're just making this up. The government is, this new president is going after him. But he's really not the new president because the old one, the the old leader is really the president. He, this is the kind of stuff he had to do to make sure people stayed in line and realized how important he was as a president. And he wanted to show his importance to them. And it's, it's, it's a mob mentality, is what it is. Mobster. Um, and I'm going to take a short break. I'll be back with you because uh, I've got to go see his, his, my shrink. Yes, I do. It's all happening in real time. It's a pleasure to be spending time with you. Sorry, I got to go. <laughs> and I'm back. And uh, I think you'll notice the difference now, though. You'll, you can hear the lilt in my voice, and I think you'll notice the uh, spring in my step, really. Uh, as uh, I've just uh, come back from my psychiatric evaluation, spending a little time there with my shrink, who really uh, kind of was able to get to the core of those problems I have, and whew, everything's cleared up now. Yes, Serene, I'm sure many of you are wondering, really, you see a shrink? That's unbelievable. How is that possible, someone who seems as so put together as you are? But that's the subject for another time, really. And uh, no, I'm lucky. I'm lucky I get to see one, I'll tell you that. And I wish uh, everyone was lucky enough to be able to do that. And I think things would be a lot different now. Uh, or maybe we should just kind of work it so that each of us is assigned someone and as a shrink and then the the person and then you know we kind of go around in a big circle that might work but but i'm 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 digressing from what's important and it's not about my problems it's about our problems isn't it and uh we have certainly got a load we uh we we before we leave our uh our fearless former leader let it let it be noted that uh, georgia 
the great state of Georgia, which was kind of like, boy, are those votes? Where are those votes? Could you just get me 11,000 votes and a side order of fries and maybe uh, maybe some delightful, you know, uh, whatever it is that is your your favorite food down there, and I'll be quite happy. I'm fucking unbelievable, 11,000 votes. Well, the, the Georgia Attorney General decided to look into the bullshit because Ratzenberger, the... the uh, I believe he who's in charge of that uh, counting there uh, and was, uh, you know, uh, called by the, the president, called by uh, the uh, Giuliani, called by uh, Lindsey Graham, seven of, of, of the seven of uh, uh, his associates are, are called before the grand jury. And maybe that, you know, that they at least have a right to get going. I can understand why they're they're not moving as quickly uh, as many, I guess, would like at the Justice Department. But the Justice Department, they would go nuts. And uh, we can understand, I think, clearly that uh, the, the problem uh, that the Justice Department has, people really want them to, to push to get that done through the, through the Justice Department, uh, that, uh, it'll be called a political action by them. So they need to be really precise about what they're doing and exact. Uh, and to be sure that they've got, you know, all of their, uh, every, everything's in order. Um, meanwhile, uh, too, in the great state of Pennsylvania, uh, John Fetterman there is uh, beating uh, uh, Mehmet Oz, I think is uh, his name, and Fetterman kind of with tattoos and kind of a uh, working man's uh, uh, kind of candidate, uh, been the lieutenant governor and spent a lot of time on the the TV, and uh, he's uh, way ahead there. But on the other hand, uh, the one running for governor against, uh, I guess it's Josh Shapiro in the great state of Pennsylvania, of, of all places, uh, and I do think it's a great state. They, uh, I love performing there. Uh, great theaters, great uh, audiences. They, uh, they roll in. They seem <laughs> desperate to be in an audience, or they used to before before the shit hit the fan, and uh, it's always a pleasure. The the the, the Hershey Theater is spectacular. Uh, the those the one in Scranton, the one I, I could go through the Philly, Pittsburgh. It's a great great state, unusual. That uh, I think that the um, Mister uh, Doug Mastriani Doug Mastriano. Running against Josh Shapiro, and he's a close race, and I think it's unusual because he's uh, kind of a pushing a Christian agenda here, and uh, maybe Pennsylvania's a little more Christian than I thought. Uh, but um, he said, uh, you know, in a meeting a few days before the before the primaries, at a gathering in Gettysburg, of all places, of course, why not? Uh, where the Great Divide first occurred, the separation of church and state, he said, was a myth. And we are going to take our state back. My God will make it so. Well, that'll be good. I'm glad that uh, God is going to be taking the state back. Well, who knew that? I thought God just won football games, basketball. It's good to see that he can win elections. The, and then, and this is kind of comes out of a the same kind of... M- m- thinking that uh, Lauren, Lauren Boebert has, the church is supposed to direct the government. 
the government is not supposed to direct the church. No, the government isn't directing the church, Lauren. And the and the and the and, and the and church isn't supposed to direct the government. That's how come we have the separation of church and state. That's why it's in the Constitution. Read it sometime, please, folks. Read it sometime. God. And she went on to say, "I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk." Okay. It's written right down there, you know, and uh, it's okay for the Supreme Court to kind of go through and interpret it in their way, but you don't push it, push out one of the basic cornerstones of the way we are, okay? A non-sectarian country, that's the deal. So none of this shit comes to pass and that no religion is, it becomes the, the main religion, okay? That's the, that's the whole thing. Okay, if it is, it should be the, the Jews, really, because we became first, all right? We're the ones, we're first in line, so it should be our guys who are the ones in charge. <laughs> it should be our, it should be the, uh, the, the Jewish religion that is the state religion. Wouldn't that drive people nuts, huh? Have to have two sets of plates in many places? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man, that's a in-joke. Look it up. Talk to a Jewish friend. And um, it's really, uh, so he's got a thing going here. And uh, his, um, I just want to finish it up with uh, uh, his senior legal advisor to give you a sense of just how uh, cray-cray they are. What it really means to be, to, to truly be America first. What it truly means to pursue happiness. What it truly means to be a Christian nation are all actually the same thing. How exciting is that? They're all the same thing. Huh? Happiness. I'm going to read it again. It's too good. You know, what it really means to truly be America first, what it truly means to pursue happiness, what it truly means to be a Christian nation are all actually the same thing. So in order for us to be able to to be first and be happy is we got to be Christian. So that's been my mistake. I didn't even need to see the shrink. Oh, oh boy. You can see the little, my voice and the excitement that I can get, get now that, now that we are becoming, but who the fuck brings this shit back? How are we going through this? This is going back way before even I, it's always been kind of around. It's, but you know, pushing this stuff out. Well, you know what? He should be able to be on the 50 yard line praying with his kids. I went through that last week. That no, don't get to do it. We don't. You that's why you get to go to church and we don't bother you there. You do whatever you want there. You know, how do you say that you're the ones? What about the Muslims? The what about the Catholics? What about the, the I've already mentioned the Jews and what and all the other religions? The Wiccans and the the uh, the um, Satanists and, and whoever else is you know worshiping whatever it is they want to worship. I don't care. As long as it makes them happy makes them happy, and they stay out of our fucking lives. And that's what, the way I'm looking at it, and that's the way I feel. Uh, I, uh, and that's really what I got today. That's the fucking role. And we're, we're, we're almost to the, the, the end of this. <laughs> and I just want to say that uh, it was very exciting to deal with uh, Best Buy this week. What a treat to be able to deal with Best Buy and a great group, the Geek Squad, they're really great. 
Uh, let me just tell you, and Best Buy is really great, but together they don't communicate. And I have literally been on the phone as, as if I'm the one who, they want this, okay, and then call on the other guys, well, but can you do that? And can they do this? And nobody fucking, they don't talk directly to each other. They got a squad of people who are fixing their shit, but they don't talk to them. And then they say, so we've got a note, and the note's going to tell them, but nobody reads the fucking notes. They don't get them the notes. And they've got my address wrong now for for seven straight days. And that's certainly a first world problem when you're talking about the fact that I had a phone and I could call and get a, get a TV and I could do that. But wow, to watch the rabbit hole that I rolled down and maybe we'll talk about it some other time because it is way beyond, I can't even keep up with. I should have recorded every conversation for you. It would have been quite an exciting rant cast, but I'm feeling too good today to go into that. We're gonna end with this. Students at the University of California, Davis, have voted to change their college mascot from an elitist horse, because those horses, boy, talk about snobby, huh? Who's never said that? God, did you see that stallion? What a prick, huh? What a what a snotty son of a bitch. I mean, he thinks he's really something. The boy, the expectation they have from being a, a horse. Oh, the equines. Ugh. And so they want to change it from an elitist horse to a more inclusive cow. And they certainly are. Those cows bringing us that milk. Not that soy shit, but real milk. Honest milk. A day's, a day's work, for fuck's sake. And the old mascot, Gunrock the Mustang, was named for a 1930s racehorse. Yes, Siri Bob, which student activist Mick Hashimoto says makes him a symbol of the old elite. That's right, because no, nothing says elite like a racehorse because they've got they're they're fucking being ridden and driven and god knows how many races that poor son of a bitch horse had to do before they took him off and and probably turned him into glue which is what they used to do or maybe you know just uh you know do you think he got a chance to retire come on seriously the old elite it's a racehorse and the uc davis they're hardworking people hashimoto says and will better resonate with Aggie the cow. You got it? Better resonate. They're going to have that cow, that all-embracing cow. Got it. I wish I was young again. And those were the problems I had. Fuck that horse. Bring me that cow. Do-da, do-da day. Wow. Unreal. Extraordinary. And and that's where we are. Okay? The, the, the whole fucking... You know, in California, it's burning. The sequoias could go at any minute. Another piece of good news this week. And they're worried about having a cow as their mascot. Well, I hope it works out for them. I really do. And uh, I hope you're able to join me uh, on July 22nd. I'll be in uh, at the uh, Falls View Casino in, uh, in, in, in Niagara Falls, Canada. And I'm really looking forward to it to get back out there in front of an audience and a Canadian audience. God, I love working in Canada where they neither, there's no sides there. I can go there. They're not sitting there. I make a comment. They're not going, boy, I can't believe he's fucking thinking that because I think this. No, they get the joke. They have watched us and they're laughing and they are appalled and I can't wait to be there. And I'm going to make a large appeal on behalf of, of many of us, I think, or at least a few, or, or maybe just me, uh, that 
Now would be a good time to invade us. I, I really think it. I've got, every time I've gone there, I've begged them to invade us. Now more than ever, because we're so fucked up, I don't think we even notice. Today we have a, uh, a whole bunch of uh, truly wonderful uh, new rants, well, actually old rants, rants that have, have, didn't get a chance to, to make it on the, the run that we did. And more will be on the way uh, coming in the next few weeks. Uh, I'm going to be taking some time off uh, the week after next. And uh, I hope that um, I hope that you enjoy them as much as I enjoy reading them. Uh, The the folks continue to send them in because you're much more fucking insightful than I've ever been. Uh, Thanks for spending time with me. And I've been really happy to have a big smile on my face through all of it. Thanks to my shrink and thanks to you. Take care of each other because that's really what's important at this point, okay? And let's stop kicking each other's ass, okay? Because God knows we're dealing with enough. Stay healthy. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This one came in uh, without a name, and it uh, was uh, before the repeal of Roe versus Wade, but still applies. Uh, and nicely put, has anyone else noticed the confluence of the possible repeal of Roe versus Wade and the baby formula shortage? Not only will women bear unwanted babies, they won't be able to feed them once they emerge. Lewis, this level of compartmentalization by our politicos makes my head explode. Thank you, whoever you were. Thank you. In light of the uh, recent Supreme Court decision, Gloria Steinman, yes, Gloria Steinman, um, wrote in the following. Dear Mr. Black, my rant is about the people who say they are pro-choice, only when it's fucking convenient to say so. These flip-flop people are all around us. Maybe it's because they never had to fight to get care at a clinic lined up with fucking protesters carrying signs calling to burn the witch. Or maybe it's because they never had a miscarriage and were denied coverage. My hubby and I had our baby in this country when the time was right, and Why is it that people I know are fucking cowards about fighting for this right of every female? They claim they are religious and anyone who is can't fucking want an abortion. Huh? Meanwhile, 
these two-faced hypocrites use the pill and want the pill for their daughters and voice up now as it's trending. Where were you for the long fight? Hiding? It's the she's or women who call themselves pro-life, who are pro-choice when it's fucking convenient that they are the ones to blame. Fuck you. And congrats as your fucking votes will set us women back 60 years. Got it? Thanks, Gloria. I think they got it. From Josh Cheney, a quickie. A little bitty rant. (laughs) Really just a question. Hey, Lewis, if you had to guess what percentage of Christian dog owners who don't believe in birth control of any kind have spayed or neutered their pets? Hmm? Um, Got no idea. Who knows? You know, depending on whether they want to sell the dogs, sell those puppies. I haven't a clue, but it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to mull over. Um, but I've got to get on with other rants. Thanks, Josh. This came in from Vito Randazzo. Oh, this was a a little bit ago, but um, I think he has something important to yell about, and I'm gonna yell it for him. <laughs> this is. Thank you, Vito. Hi, Lou. I know I wrote you two weeks ago in response to the heinous act that occurred in Buffalo, uh, only to be followed by another shooting in California. If that was not enough, today there was a shooting at an elementary school in Texas where there is at least 18 victims, mostly school-aged children. When do we, as Americans, say enough is enough, huh? In watching television and people's reaction on social media, people are saying we need more gun control and we need to do something about mental health. You know what, Lewis? Nothing fucking changes. Next week, the same people that are bitching will go back to their day-to-day lives like nothing happened until the next tragedy happens. I read a comment on one of the sites that someone had said that America is unraveling. Hmm, I think America has been unraveled since the beginning of the pandemic, and we are now heading to chaos. It saddens me today that the left wants to blame the right and the right wants to blame the left. And the truth is, this is not a Democrat or Republican problem. This is a societal problem, okay? Until society gets their head out of their ass, we will never move forward. Signed, a now pissed off social worker. Wow. It's, uh, that's frontline duty right now. I'm sure of that, Vito. Thanks for, yeah, thank you. This one comes to us from Jack. Just Jack. I want to share with you a superpower I possess. I just discovered it today. I swear to you, this really happened. You see, I was doing a 420-mile errand today, up and down part of that highway to hell we know as I-95 between Portland, Maine and Richmond, Virginia. It brings mature adults to tears and murderous rages every single day. I can vouch for that, having gone through that, especially that stretch through Washington into uh, Virginia. But I-95, just hellish. Hellish in time. Connecticut, I could go further up. Let's get a map. I won't bore you with details of the errand, but it involved transporting a giant bass drum that wouldn't fit in my son's car when he returns home from college for the summer. Yes, I can be a nice father. Anyways, you know, 
There are a shit ton of asshole drivers on I-95, from the dimwits who do the speed limit in the fast lane to those fuckers with a death wish cutting back and forth at very high speeds, planning to take as many as they can with us to a flaming death. It's with this second type of asshole that my superpower worked. I was in my last hour of a seven-hour round trip when this little black sports car filled with three overprivileged pricks started whipping back and forth between lanes, cutting me off with but a few feet to spare. I curse at other drivers regularly, but this asshole really pissed me off. So I called him a fucking asshole a couple of times and gave him the middle finger, hoping he'd see me in his mirrors, assuming, of course, he was using his fucking mirrors. So off the car full of pricks went, back and forth, out of sight. About five miles down the road, the traffic started to slow, which isn't unusual for this stretch between D.C. and Baltimore. Then, lo and behold, some police lights. And what do I see? The car with the pricks, 50 feet down the embankment. The pricks looking stunned, trying to comprehend the behavior that put them into this predicament, not realizing they'd been subjected to my superpower. Ooh, it was sweet justice. They all looked fine and uninjured. And I feel the power, the power of my middle finger and what it can do to misbehaving drivers. How shall I use this magic that comes from my middle right digit? Suffice to say, you assholes out there better not cut me off anymore. <laughs> Certainly hope not, Jack. And I... Wow, that's, a, that's a, I don't think my middle finger is that powerful. Although I've never had more people. I never thought that more people. I, I couldn't have imagined that people would come up to me and say, could you take a photo and, uh, for my cousin and give him the finger? Could you take a photo with me and give me the finger? I, that that would be something that I'd be doing for a chunk of my adult life. Wow, spectacular. You, maybe can, you can use it for a force of good, too. Okay. <laughs> Not that that isn't, but, uh, you know, if it was that powerful, it'd be nice to overturn some Supreme Court insanity and maybe, you know, point it at some people and get them out to vote. All righty. Enough of my nonsense. Thank you for yours. <laughs> Here's a rant from Raven. I'd say your last name, but I wasn't sure if you were still working at this place and didn't want to get you into trouble. Publix, a great place to shop, but not a great place to work. I worked at Publix supermarket for six years. I injured my back in 2020 and lost my health insurance in 2021 because I couldn't work the 1,500 hours to keep it. Of course I couldn't. I broke my back, working myself to the point of breaking my back for a company that doesn't give a shit about its frontline workers. Of course I couldn't work 1,500 hours. I could hardly tie my own fucking shoes. They treat department managers like garbage and pile up way too much work on them. They took away our stock and not making waste bonuses for all employees. They hire new people in at a higher rate than people that have been busting their ass for years. And do people get a pay bump when the wages go up? Fuck no. We used to get raises two times a year. Now it's down to one time a year. They give us gift cards for working during the pandemic. 
but that money is taking it out of our paychecks. So it's basically, it's them putting our paycheck back into their own pockets. Fuck public supermarkets. And especially fuck Dodd Jones, the CEO. The fuck who only cares about lining his pockets. And they force employees to donate to charity out of their paychecks every week. It's not an option. They pressure you until you contribute to something. And I wouldn't doubt if they skimmed off the top of that. I'm glad you got that off your chest, Raven. And uh, I imagine there'll be people not shopping in Publix because of this. Well put. And I'm sorry you've had to go through all this. It's unbelievable. Just unbelievable. And I'm sure there's something written at the front when you go in about Publix and how much they love uh, money from cheese. I won't be uh, reading the uh, name of the author of this rant, and you'll see why, I think. You'll understand. Lewis, life is just ridiculous sometimes. I apologize for so much backstory, but you'll understand why after reading. And I did, and so will you out there. I had lymphoma in 2013 and found marijuana help with my chronic pain more than any handful of pharmaceuticals. Pot is medicine for some folks. My husband was growing pot for my medical use. The black market was too dangerous and growing pot for me made more sense to us than trusting other people with my medicine. In 2015, my home was raided without a warrant by local and state police. The police were tipped off by an old acquaintance who got in a pinch and sung like a bird to save his own ass over being caught with a measly joint. The rat would have had a slap on the wrist compared to what we went through. During this raid, two of the four officers went above and beyond competing for the title of biggest asshole. My home was violated, touched, tainted by these cops. The two asshole twins, twins went above and beyond to try to provoke my husband and I, telling me they didn't like my negative demeanor, poking fun of my Democratic memorabilia in my office. I volunteer for the local Democratic Party, poking fun of my education. I'm a chemist. Poking fun of my husband because I didn't take his last name when we married. Because I'm not his goddamn property. But worst of all, one of the officers refused to let me pee in my own home during this nightmare without supervision. During my stressful, supervised urination, I muttered the word, God damn it. The officer who watched me pee became very upset at my use of the English language and began screaming at me for my foul language. As I wiped and flushed, I walked through my bathroom door. At this point, I had both of the pricks stand over my five foot two frame yelling that they have been nothing but nice to me and they could ruin my life if they wanted. The biggest insult was listening to these cops pester the lead officer about making sure they got their overtime pay and bonuses before Christmas. They arrested us on December 14, 2015. Money. It was all about money. In the end of this nightmare over plants, plants, Lewis, fucking plants. In the end, we took a plea deal to reduce our felony cultivation 
more than five plants to two misdemeanors, one misdemeanor for possession of marijuana and one misdemeanor for paraphernalia. A miss for paraphernalia, for paraphernalia, wow. We had to pay fines, court costs, attorney's fees, probation fees, drug test fees, house arrest fees, and other inconveniences. The year this horror happened, we lost $15,000 of our $30,000 a year income to the unjust system. Friends and family helped us not to go bankrupt, not to mention the trauma of being policed for profits in my small rural county. Fast forward to 2022. In the state of Kentucky, oh, oh, history, I can see Mitch McConnell's taking care of you. In the state of Kentucky, you can petition for a record expungement five years after completing your punishment. On May 9th of 2022, I had my record officially expunged. The kicker, last year, my local Democratic Party nominated me to be the Democrat who sits on the county board of elections. The county board of elections consists of one Democrat, one Republican, the county clerk, and the county sheriff. This past January, I walked into my first meeting, and there was the officer who had watched me urinate in my own house, the same officer who lost his shit on me because I said, God damn it, in my own home under stress. The officer is serving as the sheriff's proxy because the sheriff is running for re-election. Lewis, on my primary day tomorrow, May 17th, I will be spending a full day with this monster cop, 15 hours. Everyone in my life who watched me go from cancer into the criminal unjustice system, I have told them that I have to spend time with this monster cop, have had the same reaction of, I tell that motherfucker off, or something similar. All these close, wonderful people have said, you are a bigger person than me if you say nothing. Well, Lewis, I'm a fucking professional, and I do not want to lose this position on the county board of elections. It's a lifetime appointment. And I'm 37. I want to make sure our democracy and elections are safe from interference or fucktard stop the stealers. So I'm going to kill this monster with kindness. You, Lewis, can help me feel better about this shit sandwich I'm eating tomorrow. I need you to say out loud what I cannot say to this officer. Before I begin, I have respect for police, but I have no respect of bad human beings who use bad laws to hurt good people. Here it goes. And this is my pleasure. Fuck you, you small dick fuck, you waste of my goddamn tax dollars. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I hope you get hit in your head, you cunt. I hope your God sends you to hell and you hear my voice on a loop saying, God damn it over and over and over while a demon sticks a red-hot poker between your nuts, splitting your sack into two, and then rinse it in kerosene and repeat, fuck you, fuck your God, and fuck your mother for not raising you to be a better human being. God damn it. That was the start. Thank you, Lewis. If I had anything I could say tomorrow, I'd likely say, I'm a patient not a criminal. 
One day that will be true in America. And then till then, I'll have you speak for me. Thanks again. And thanks for sharing that. I really, uh, it's unbelievable what people have put through. It's just unbelievable. And we, I'm, I won't even go into it. I'll let what you say stand. You said it well. And it was a pleasure reading that for you. <laughs> I hope it helped. I hope you feel cleansed. <laughs> and thanks for serving on that uh, election board. That's terrific. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.